0: Gentlemen, your host for tonight's show.
1: I'll break it over your I'll break it over your head. Ladies and gentlemen. You're a real crumb bum. See, these guys are
2: all the Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> all ans- questions will be answered, I promise you. You're gonna figure this all out.
1: Alright, well actually we can just go right from there. Right on. We are rocking and rolling on Comics to Comics, a little segment on the Crump Show. Yeah. Right. called Comics to Comics here, and he almost introduced himself from Souljow's. Uh, yes, sir. Tuned Up Brewery. Yeah, yeah. The Digging in the Dome podcast. Damn right.
2: Balls. That's me. Chris Marano. That's me, that's right. also. And he's going to explain. Yeah, any- why balls? I mean, it, it is a... Uh, it, it, it's funny too because, like, early on when I was doing, you know, comedy, like the first couple of times I felt compelled to explain balls. Um, so, th- my name is Christopher, right? So, not Crystal Ball, right? Now, on Facebook, it says Crystal Ball and it spells my last name all funky and weird uh, M E A U X R A N O, which is not. The spelling of my last name. The reason I did that was because I didn't at, at a, the early part of doing comedy and even the podcast to that degree. I didn't. I wanted the ch- separation of church and state, right? So I had me as the performer, me, and me as the you know corporate automaton asshole. So that's what I mean. That's kind of what let so. But that's not even the, the fictitious name. Isn't even how I got to balls. Balls was just something my wife has been calling me since – I've been married uh, almost ni- 19 years – a week ago. Oh, nice. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, so, you know, haven't had sex in 15, something like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we've been together for 24, um, and she always called me Crystal Ball, and then she would just – because she's a goofball. She's a goof too, and then it just shortened to balls. And then every time she introduced me to people – balls that's me so like it kind of stuck and then when i started doing comedy i was like similarly with the crystal ball on facebook i'm like i need a separation of church and state just because again you know you don't know how people are going to react i'm not sure if you feel that way how people are going to react to you being a comic um so i had to kind of ease my way into it i guess you could say you know right yeah i dig it plus you have an alias Balls, yeah, balls, yeah. yeah. Someone asked me, so now I'm doing. I actually have a hosting on a Saturday. You know, it's like my first paid gig as a comic, which nice. is awesome. Right, nice man. Where's that at? Tuned, the, up, the tuned up, tuned up Brewery it. on the 28th of October. Come on out if you can. It'll be great. Uh, I'm sure that the people will be. It's like right around Halloween, so people will probably be dressed all f- fucked up. Not just because they live in Spring City, because there are <laughs> there are some characters out there. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh they were like well, what do we put on the poster like cuz they're going to put my picture on there and i was like i don't like should we write balls i'm like yeah i guess but like i also want my name now i want my name out there so it's like chris right. and then in quote balls like I'm a mafia fucking stooge right. Moreno. <laughs> so i got it in the middle chris balls Morano, which is great well right. yeah well like uh that guy Treeboard, remember him he said yeah, come yeah, by yeah.
0: like he thought it was he thought it was outrageous that I didn't have that. I went up as myself. As your but name, I didn't have like some kind of because his name is not Treeboard.
2: No, no. Why well, yeah, Treeboard sounds like a that's an interesting name. Where Where did he come up with his name? That's more. That's a better. It's question. His
0: name backwards. I won't put Robert. It, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah,
2: so, right. Uh, Treeboard. <laughs> Treeboard. At least he yeah. kept it simple. So let's, right? let's but he this. thought it
0: was outrageous that I didn't uh didn't change my name, and like he was like, what? yeah I don't
1: care, but the way you spell your name when I seen it on Instagram I yeah. seen it spelled. Yes, with the E A U X on the end, I was like, oh, <laughs> there's a crazy, like a French dude or something?" I yeah, right. Italian we, we. Guy. so I, th- yeah, I have a whole yeah.
0: backstory in my head of, oh, it's Cristobal, he must be from like an immigrant family. They named Chris oh, Cristobal. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, yeah, well, well hey, I your gravy.
2: Well, listen, number one, I will always eat the gravy. <laughs> uh, number two, I am. I mean, I think we are all from technically immigrant right. uh, families, you know. Unless... But
0: I mean, like now.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, literally, just got here from Spain, and I'm yeah, working yeah, through yeah. trying to get my citizenship now. Nothing like that. Like your dad wears sandals and socks. <laughs> no, yeah. my dad wears um, a a white t shirt and boxers. Nice. That is my dad's fucking uniform, and it's it's. It doesn't matter who's coming over. He's my gotten though. to the age where it doesn't matter. Like, you know, uh, like a, a fucking dignitary from another country be walking. He'll be on his chair with his fucking his sack hanging out the side. Yeah, that's my dad.
1: My kids are all older now, like, and they have you know, girlfriends sleeping over and sure. in and out and their friends hair and shit. And, you know, I got to take a shower at summertime. Yeah. Sometimes I forget to grab, you know, my, I don't know, I still have to call them wife beaters.
2: <laughs> I guess, um, what else do you call them? <laughs> tank tops? Yeah. All right.
1: Yeah. I grab my tank. Yeah. Uh, But I w- got to walk through the house sometimes with no shirt off. For summertime, I just don't want to wear a fucking shirt. It's too hot. Yeah. I'm 50 years old. I got a dad bod. You know, ain't, n- ain't nothing All sexy right. about it. <laughs> but then I think, like, these strangers are going to see me essentially half naked, but it's my house. Welcome to the family. Yeah, if you want to come, you
2: know? like, listen, it's your house, your rules, right? Yeah. So, if I want to walk around as I would like to walk around and be comfortable in my house, that's you're right. not stopping me.
1: I'm going to be I'm going to be shirtless, and I'm going to yell. Hopefully, I don't do them at the same time because that's kind of ridiculous. And my titties are jiggling, trying to be scared. <laughs>
2: oh yeah, yeah. You don't. You can't be um, yeah. ominous when your 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 tits are bouncing. Yeah, right. right. Yeah.
0: You Get fixated on your tits. You're not even. Don't even hear what you have to say. I, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> my eyes, my eyes
2: are up here, buddy. Yeah. Sorry, I'm being hypnotized by your bouncing tits. <laughs> All
1: right, we're back to the journey. So okay, you, right. You, you have a show at Tuned Up Brewery yes, coming up on the end 28th of the month. The yes. 28th. Go check yeah. that out. Thank you. Like, where'd you do your first open mic at?
2: I Souljals, actually. Oh, no shit. Yep, that was my first one. Um, and and like most, I went up and, and ate shit. Uh, got my feet tangled in the cord, which is like ridiculous because it's not like the first time I've ever been on stage. I've been a musician my entire life. Before I was a um, a podcaster, I was a musician. Before I was a comedian, I was a podcaster. So it's not like I, I'm not comfortable in those situations. But I got on stage, and it's just – the thing that's really different about being in a band versus being, uh, like, a comedian is it's just you.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It's just you. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, bands, you have, like, people around you. It's not just you unless you're doing an acoustic gig or something. Right. Um, And even then, it doesn't feel the same because you're playing songs, and, you know, it's just, like, kind of rote memory thing. Whereas, you know, as you know, like, when you're doing comedy, it's very much – you're – prepared material but also in the moment you have to be able to be a thing on your feet it's one of the things that i really like about it too but um uh,
1: what what did you play musically
2: um well i mean in the in the band that i was in like the longest i've been in many bands but mostly guitar like rhythm guitar vocals that kind of thing but i mean i play other instruments i play piano a little bit play oh, okay. harmonica play the drums well thanks for not being a common a guitar comedy player. oh <laughs> you know, we have had guitar comics come to to Jules. I've seen them. Yeah. Um and they're you know, it's it's just a thing, you know, like it's it's people have their gimmick. Like mm-hmm. that guy, there's the dude in Soul Jules that um is the wandering around the table in Gatsby's comic that's got the cartoon sounds, you know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Yeah, you come on. You have not been in Gatsby's pub where the the dude that's got he's got like a a, uh Like a, a name tag on that's like says like yo yo or some shit, and he just like walks around and you the hear. The magic guy? The is he a magic? magician? Oh, is he he's an... a magician. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I know you're talking Yeah, yeah.
0: About. He's, yeah. he's an up close
2: magician. He's an up close magician. He got yeah. the
0: car with the big. Bu- uh, like a, big, a rocket
1: on the top
2: a
0: big he's, rocket
2: he's got a rocket got, on the top of his car yeah, it's like a purple, purple station it's a purple wagon
0: old school state because I had a conversation with him the other day I'm like where did you find this station wagon like you don't see those on the road he's like it took him like a long time to find it and he Bless built you. this rocket on mm-hmm. top and it's like purple and it's like yeah, crazy. It's pretty cool but anyway he's cool yeah, yeah I talked to him for a little bit
2: yeah no like I, I I thought that he like it was he was going around doing um, but then he's got, like, sound effects, too. Probably, that, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Like, like a ooga. It sounds <laughs> okay. like a fucking... Uh, I guess he's
0: like funny comedian, or funny magician. Obviously.
2: Yeah. Well, what you're saying you're you're blending two worlds. Guitar comedy and now uh, magic comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But co- comedic magicians were a thing for a long time, right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what was a dude? Amanda- Amazing Randy was a comedian. Okay. And a magician, and
1: David Copperfield made them all sexy. <laughs> oh
2: yeah, that's right. Um, I think, uh, what do you call it? Johnny C- Carson?
0: Wasn't he a magician or something? Well, I don't know. He Carmack was, did the thing with the envelopes, but I don't know if that
2: was. He yeah. wasn't like David Blaine, where he's like sitting in a, in a glass box, like yeah, holding his breath. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't, I, I didn't realize your first open mic was at Soldier's. Were any of us the host?
2: Who um, was the host I that night? think let me think let me think let me think it might have been you actually i think it was yeah, you oh really yeah because you guys you guys have like a, an awesome rotation yeah. right it's 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 you it's dylan jesse and and jeremy right. yeah yeah so you
0: weren't there with kat the guitar lady
2: she used to come and
0: play like acoustic songs no. on she wanted to be yeah. a true open mic we were in gatsby's at the time we we'll mixed back and forth back and forth between two yeah she came and she but she couldn't we couldn't get like it wasn't a true open mic she couldn't yeah, ever yeah. get anybody to come up so there was could, no music so she decided she had other stuff going on so that's why we're hosting now oh, okay she was like i don't want to do it anymore probably yeah, yeah. tired of
1: she's back though cat she's she, up there in cool. gatsby's playing she's great yeah
0: she's oh great. yeah she's okay. great. She's but from
1: we, skip back like,
0: but it wasn't funny com it wasn't funny guitar she would get up and like actually legitimately play like songs and she's good
2: no shit. yeah she's real good. Cool. wow yeah, no. I, like, look, uh, there was a. Were you guys there uh, a couple of weeks ago when the kid came up? Was in the crowd. No one was like saying there's a kid in the crowd. And uh, I was like, I don't know why no one's talking. It's the first thing I said when I got on stage. I'm like, I don't know why is anyone's not. Why, why no one's talking about the fact that there is a child? I'm like, sir, what are <laughs> you doing here? Yeah. And he was there to play. He said, I I play guitar. I'm going to play here. And so he went up and did. And okay. he was.
0: I did, I was. I missed that yes yeah. maybe that
2: was the week we didn't go yeah
1: it may have been I remember somebody saying something about a kid being there but I wasn't hosting so I was probably in and out
2: they that bring night. like people bring babies in there I'm like oh that's weird yeah
1: it's a... <laughs> hey I, I think I told you but uh, <laughs> shout out Walker Britt.
2: yeah Walker sorry he's
1: man great. somebody brought an actual in the stroller baby yeah up to soldiers and they come in and they're watching and they watch for a few comedians and then they left, and Walker Britt went up, and he said, man, somebody brought a baby in here tonight. He was like, that kid's first words are going to be, man, dating is hard.
2: That's right. Oh, yeah.
1: That's a common <laughs> that's a common thing with that's, open micers. Dating is hard. Dating that's is very hard. funny. Man, I lost it, and it was in one of them jokes that was in my head always.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> I say that all the time. Dating's hard. Yeah, open yeah. micers
2: is a common thing with you know, yeah. open micers. I think it's hard to like uh, – the interesting thing about comedy is because um, – somebody asked me so i was wearing a soldier shirt and i was going to see my daughter get her homecoming pictures so there was like it was like at a one of the kids that they were going as a group right they were all at that kid's parents house so we're in there right and some dude um whose name i don't remember like pointed at the shirt and said hey what do you do there like what do you do there i'm like well i'm a comic and they were, and then it was just like, I shouldn't have said that because then it was just like every question on the, like, and then I got like a group of people that are just asking, so what about this? And what about that? And they were, you know, they asked one guy asked a very interesting question. And I didn't know how to answer it. I don't know if you guys would be able to answer this one. They're like, well, who do you think that you sound like? I'm like, I hope that I don't sound like anybody but me.
1: Right. Right. But I
2: think that naturally you're going to have like the same kind of rhythm of or or maybe some things that you picked up from other comedy or you know comedians that you've watched over time, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I heard um, Segura actually Mm -hmm. say his he watched stuff that he when he first started his first couple of years. Yeah. Said he was basically doing a Chris Rock impression. No kidding. Like walking, pacing back and forth on the stage, doing a lot of the hand stuff and Mm -hmm. turning to the head stuff, and it's all just subconscious
2: yeah you don't even know you're doing it yeah yeah yeah. but if someone asked you that question would you be able to answer it no i thought it was so hard they looked at me like why can't you answer this question like if someone said hey <laughs> who are your guitar influences i could tell you like i've right. got like i can rattle five off the top of my head one two three four five you know yeah carlos santana and tj mahoney and you know like right. i could say the people that actually you know Jimi hendrix these are people that like i listen to all the time like oh my god i want to do that i want to be like that
0: me when i play I, tony iomi yeah, yeah there you and, go and uh jerry cantrell stuff like that like i that's my like i could instantly tell you that i could tell you influences of comedy but like not anybody like i think i particularly emulate
2: right well it's almost don't you feel like it's almost too a little I, and i don't think this was the intention because i think that the way that they look at it is more like like a musician but it felt kind of insulting it's like well i'm not trying to be anybody right. but me i'm writing my own stuff and i don't think that i'm not like sitting there like pawing through david tell stuff and saying "Ooh, yeah let me see if i can play off that <laughs> you know i know comedians some comedians don't even listen to uh other comedians that are afraid that they're going to actually end up sounding yeah like them, pick you up know?
1: their cadence or exactly whatever their joke style or whatever yeah it's your brain is your brain you know? yeah
2: and my brand is apparently balls that's where i started yeah. balls balls yeah, yeah. That's cool. You started up there at Open Mic. Yeah. Like a, how long of it how long ago was that now? Um, I started in February.
1: February, really. That's yep. cool. And so February to eight months. Yeah. And you got a a, a real hosting gig. Yeah, That's I actually awesome.
2: So I've hosted tuned up four times, five times, something like that. So they like I think hosting for me is like uh, and you guys probably feel the same way. It feels very natural. Like I like being able to to do the interstitial stuff with the comedians. Um I think i i'm good at thinking on my feet and just like being able to come off the top of the dome with something hopefully funny right um so uh yeah no i got and again i uh, someone was asking me another community was like well how did you get that i'm like i asked like and i think that's the one thing that you know if you take away anything um it's that you have to hustle in this game and you can't just expect people just to see see you and be like oh my god that guy's talented let me you know. Tell them, giving them the opportunity. You have to actually create the opportunity. We had a different
0: mentality, I did anyway. We like more of an old school, like, you know, we're not, we were like, we were waiting to be asked. We, right. Like, it was weird for us to like only do it for so long and say, hey, can we get on? But that's apparently the way to do it you can't nobody's yeah. gonna come and say hey we want you to do this because like mm-hmm. there was a bunch of you know seven for seven yeah well i yeah, I, I have, like, I you
1: have this thing and these are, we're all at the same yeah you know yeah, for sure thing there everybody wants a show. we didn't start this to to grind
2: right for nothing right.
1: everybody wants you right. know what i mean everybody wants sure. a show everybody wants a headline and all that shit, right of course so in my mind you have to step back and Kind of be realistic about it, like yeah, your want is always going to be more than your your level, yeah. And you're like, I don't want to say deserve type shit, yeah. whatever. But like, yeah, you're. We've been doing comic open mics for give or take a year,
2: right? Yeah, we
1: all want to be headliners. We all want to be, uh, right? You know, respected comics and shit, and we all want shows. But are we ready? To head are you ready to headline chris no no you know balls no definitely not no like, you, you we have are material. nowhere near that
2: I, I think that's the thing too like someone's this is you guys will appreciate this so when i first started doing it like this is like like a month in uh somebody that i knew from an old job contacted me in facebook and they were like oh my god that's so cool that you're doing stand-up and they said uh you know i'd love to try to do it too and he said and he said um you know i always feel like i got a good 45 minutes in my head i'm like no, you fucking don't. I'm like, you have maybe 45 seconds in your head that might pass, like, but you have to work at it. And I think that's the other thing, too, is like, just like anything else, you know, uh, you're like, you can't get too ahead of your skis. right? You can't say, oh, my God, yeah, I'm killing it. I don't think I'm killing it. What I think I'm doing is trying to get to – and I think that you're absolutely right that you've got like this is where I want to get and this is where I'm at. And that's healthy. Like there should be a gap between where you are and where you want to get always, and that should always continue to move up and up.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Like there's not gonna, you know, what what's the pinnacle? I'm gonna do th- uh, stadiums. Or right. Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so,
1: like,
2: probably not gonna happen, but that's okay. I don't. I don't think. I don't think in that manner. Like, um, but I do think that like it does take not just time and effort, but you have to be willing to, to like put yourself out there. Hell. I mean, we would never have gotten as in a band. We got signed to an indie label. Like it didn't work out because it bands always fall apart when money's involved. And that's what happened. Um, but it was all because we had hustle, right? We were an original band like that's, and being an original band and making money and being able to get the attention of people, AR people, getting an entertainment lawyer to have an interest in you. That's a hard thing to do. And it doesn't happen because you're not, Putting yourself out there, like putting press kits out there, going to these weird, like uh, w- warehouse A uh, and R rep sponsored things, where like literally, it was like, um, a, uh, like just a like just a, like a line of bands going one after the other after the other in front of these record people, just to get a shot. You know, like handing out all your press kits and stuff like that. It was, it's a lot of work. And comedy in the very, I think, is is kind of the same thing. You'll get people that you're like, wow, I really like to work with that guy, or give them the opportunity but at the same time you got to make your own opportunities. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Right. Make your oppor- own opportunities when you feel like, yeah, I I do have a good 10 minutes. You right, I, I mean? could do it. Yeah. Yeah, I do have a good 8 minutes.
0: But I have like a good a good 10 minutes of but it, I 100% realize my material is not for the masses
1: right yeah, yeah. Not, not, for for the mashing. Mashing.
0: not for everybody not for everybody right i have clean, i do i have a, i do have a good five
2: minutes of like clean, just clean stuff yeah but i never do right because <laughs>
0: yeah. my other stuff is just so much fun or to yeah. do, well yeah. it's
2: also your voice right like you don't want to speak out like it, it's almost like um was it um jay yoder said something once he was like yeah there was a joke that i uh i told once because i asked him i actually interviewed him i said like anytime you've gone up and you're and just, you know, something just really, really didn't work, because I think that's also a very important learning moment for you. <laughs> I'll tell you one that I just happened to be recently in a second, but mm-hmm. they he said that he went up and he told like kind of more of a dirty joke. Because, you know, Jay, he's not like he'll have allusion to, but he will not go right for the cunt. You know, like he's not going right. to, you know, <laughs> he's right. not going to do that. So um uh, so like he told the joke and then someone came and said, hey, that's not you, man. Like, don't do that right and he was like you know what he's right like it felt maybe awkward coming out of him he thought that he he wanted to do something a little bit edgier and it just didn't exactly fit his mold right yeah yeah.
0: he's doing a whole clean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i wanted to do it too but i never got around to
2: it yeah well it's it's tough because it's on sundays and it's the fall and that means football's on so it's it's a very very i mean like look i'm dedicated to comedy but I have my limits, guys. Right, right. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, I'm yeah.
0: interested to hear. But Jay Yoder or Jay Burrell's doing it. Okay, yeah, Jay Karen. Yep. Burrell. Jay's doing it. Jay Burrell.
2: Karen. Karen. A Rath, of Rath. it. it. Rath did yep. it. And Scott and Dana too, right? Uh, I think Dana was on that show too.
1: I don't know, but that dude Scott, the bald guy with the beard. I think his name's Scott.
2: Yeah, he was
0: talking about the other night. He's like, "I'm doing a clean." Brad? Show. Brad. Brad. Oh, that
2: Brad. Was Brad. 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 Yes. Brad. Brad, Brad. Brad Davis. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Shout out to that man. That's awesome. Yeah. Hard to do. Do that. yeah. 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 You yeah. know. Yeah.
2: Raph yeah. is one of my favorites.
1: Raph? Yeah, Raph. Yeah,
2: he's very funny. Raph's really good. Very, very funny.
1: But, like, not, you know, shout out to all the, the guys we know that uh, we just mentioned. But when you watch those clean comics, like a Brian Regan mm-hmm. or a Jim Gaffigan or something, and being a comic, and you hear their jokes and the end of their bit, and you're like, God damn,
2: all clean, hilarious. Yep, so skillful. Yeah, like, it really is. So, you know what's funny? Like, so yeah. I did, I wanted to stand, stand, um, that this is, like, well before I was doing comedy. I just wanted to go watch comedians and um i think it was the night it was uh dan sutter was performing he's so fucking funny yeah uh, one of my favorites and uh he gets off the stage and then like in this like at these new york comedy clubs like people will just like w- really crazy comedians will just pop in and jim gaffigan popped in and he did a not clean set and oh, i was like wow. what right. and it was still hilarious because jim gaffigan's hilarious but right. i was like wow so again that versatility to be able to kind of mo- move back and forth between that's pretty cool
1: yeah 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 it is I've been trying to do that too like
0: i got some clean. i've been working on like my whole thing where like i don't do steal people's things and then i do yeah and
2: i don't do this
0: and i don't do that and then i just do the joke but none of them are dirty
2: yeah no i think i yeah. did i think you, i feel like you just did this recently yeah. i saw you do that one and yeah. it was funny he's, yeah because you were actually the 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 premise is great because it's like i don't steal people people stuff and then you just start doing everybody else's stuff. <laughs> it's like it. it's great. Well, I have
0: to come up you have you have to have you have to be ready for clean or whatever. Well, there's a I think we're going to Work on a dirty show. Like there's a show in the works. There's Not some talks, talk. talks. Nothing. Talks. There's
1: talk. talks. Talks of a show. It's okay talks. to talk
0: about it though, because you know, get get a little excitement going for that. Maybe. We don't know when, but there's talks of like a straight up dirty show. Which potentially, is, uh,
1: potentially. We'll see.
2: Potentially. Potentially, right. yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is tough to do. Uh, oh, so back to oh, yeah, me yeah. bombing. So uh, <laughs> this is so fucking t- – like, and it was like – and I had been going on like a, a run of, of getting at least something, you know, like when I was doing it. This was a just a complete <sighs> – right? Like where you have to laugh about it after you get on stage. I mean, we've all had – had. The, I mean, no one is um, immune to bombing. But so there's um, – and I can't remember his name. I feel bad for it, but there was a blind comic that was doing a set at the open mic. And he was very funny. And actually, I've met him before at Tuned Up. We like were on the same show, like me at the open mic, he, on the actual show because he's actually super talented. And he was talking about um, how uh, parking meters have Braille on it and he doesn't really understand why because blind people can't drive, right? Makes sense. Uh, so again, you know, When you're at those shows, I'm sure you guys do it, too. Someone says something or someone does something, um, and then you have to immediately, like, you're going to, like, now interject something into what you had already planned. So I decided this would be a good time to make fun of the blind. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So uh, basically what I said, I was like, hey, whatever his name was, uh, just said that he didn't understand why, why Braille was on a parking meter. I said, I know why. You can't fucking drive. At least you can pay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It was that's pretty funny, right? Yeah. Let me tell you who didn't think it was funny. The audience. They hated that shit. And yeah. then I followed up with like another like I tried to like I said, well, maybe if that one bombed, I'll do another one and see if I can re- recover. It didn't work, right. and then I just, I just like I sweated my way through silence and and like <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck, but it does happen to you, know. I like, thought that was a good one, I pre- thought it was good. No, he, no, by the way, when I got off and I talked to him, I'm like, because I didn't want him to feel like away about something, and I had met him before, it's not like I didn't know him. And I was like, and he said, "Those two, were, those were funny jokes." I don't know why they didn't laugh. I'm like, yeah. I thought so too. But you know, got to know your crowd, right? Yeah. You get in there and they start. There was weird energy in that room anyway. Like that, there was a table full of douchebags in the front. You could tell they were douchebags. And um, Karen was hosting, and she didn't like them either. Like it was just like a thing. Like the sometimes you just get into those rooms where you're like, eh.
1: Right. Right. You know. Yeah, the crowd is. It's part of the program, like.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, we haven't i personally, besides like 2016 i did like two did open like two times and then i never did it again until like i started soldier right so i've only done soldiers okay so i don't know what it's like uh. otherwise because so it's always like the same crowd it's kind of like
2: yeah it's our built-in crowd now yeah
0: so it's like i don't even worry about it I, we do have to start like tr- maybe branching out well, I mean, I com- I'm, not, I'm so comfortable there. It's like my spot.
2: Yeah. And the other thing, too, is like Soul Jules sets a very high bar in terms of like the the room quality, like everything, right? It's just like incredible. Um, and uh, when I like, and I've noticed this, like, so I've gone to other places and they're just smaller or worse. <laughs> That's the best way to put it, right. you know? Um, but they're also like, they've got their own charms and they've got, again, their own crowd. And I, I like. I like the idea of, you know, that, that diversity, um, being able to do things like one that was really different for me, comedy cabaret in Doylestown. I heard, of I've heard. of Yeah. So I got to do that one through their new comics night and it was different. Like the comedians were different, like way, way different. Like not, and I talked to actually, I talked to Raph about it later and he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, that, that room is, is definitely weird. It's not bad. It's actually really, really cool. And very like iconic comic comics have performed there, um, but um, yeah, there's a lot of like the comedians were doing a lot of street jokes, like oh really, a lot of street jokes. Really, yeah, I was as surprised as you. <laughs> like it was it, it was such a departure from what I'm used to at Soul Jols or Tuned Up. You know, like. It was just way different,
1: right? Yeah, I never heard because uh,
2: it was just it, it was almost like going it's a going back in time. I was like, this seems very old school. And, and Raph had said like, yeah, that's it's what makes the room different, and so it makes it a little bit more difficult if you're not necessarily used to either that crowd or that style of comedy. Which I'm
0: no, yeah, because that's basically like not stealing, but kind of like unoriginal, right? If you're just doing street jokes, like that's crazy.
2: You could argue that, it, and that's you know what we were talking about is that like you're basically taking. Either the entire premise and the the structure of a joke and retelling it, which is like comic cover band, which is weird. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, you know what I
2: mean. You're not writing your stuff. It's okay. Like as, as you said, like you know, hey, I'm 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 not somebody who steals stuff and then actually do it because that's part of the bit. It's another thing to say, I'm going to tell a joke and then people either like what's the one that that um. There's there's a couple that like you, you just know like when you hear them like you're like because people go back to that well for for, for that and there's could be multiple co- comics that are doing something or an iteration of it right. and to a degree if you're taking a it's a take on a concept I get it but if it's the actual it's joke verbatim right right that's stealing yeah you're, you're <laughs> stealing
0: from the streets I do that when I'm hosting because I right. can because and because like I've done it a couple times with my Elton John mm-hmm. thing you know yeah like, uh, you know the guy was talking about Elton John the whole time and i was like elton john great on the piano sucks on the organ that's the <laughs> classic i had to get it in. or this one guy came in with the wheelchair remember him yeah oh yeah yeah that dude yeah yeah and i pulled him and i i was hosting and i said you know he was talking some weird shit. so i said yeah. you know, what's the hard, hardest part about eating a vegetable the wheelchair <laughs> and he thought it was funny <laughs> so these are those are o oh, that's when it's okay in my
2: humble opinion yeah to say street jokes, but if you're doing your five minute, it's pitch, your set. No, well, that's that's what was yeah. weird to me, and it was like it it was when the first comedian went up and did that. I was like, okay, I wasn't expecting that. When the like the the next two or three did it, I was like, this is kind of the thing here, like right. where you're doing street jokes. I'm like, well, I don't have any street jokes. I just have mine, and I did okay. You know, like it was fine. Like I, I and I'd go back and do it again. It's a um,
1: was it an open mic or a.
2: No, Showcase you have to like actually sign something. up for it. It's like like you have to email the the uh, the person that owns it or books it, right. and then ask them like I'd like, like to. It's five. It's five. Yeah.
1: Well, that's what a lot of the open mics I think in Philly are like. Yeah, like, like punchline. You I think you
2: have get to get on a one, list and and that one. Like I actually tried to get on that one. It's very very difficult. So yeah. how would
0: like our comedy go over
2: there? There, I mean, they, hmm. people still. Let, I mean, our, our comedy is some in the same kind of Venn diagram in that circle. So like. I think that um, it would be fine. Like, I think that people went up and did – there. while there was a inordinate amount of people that went up and did street jokes, there was also a pretty large contingent of people that went up and just did material. Right, and okay. And, like, because it felt like everybody leading up to me was the street jokes, and then I went, and then after that, there was, like, more people that were more material-based um, and less, you know, telling, right, right. you know, why did the chicken cross the, the fucking road? We you know, like yeah. – Bombing,
1: man, bombing is crazy. <clears throat> the first few times I did the mics, any mics, I wouldn't consider them bombs because just starting out the first couple of jokes better, I wrote, yeah. I got a couple of laughs. Yeah. Like it wasn't crickets. Right. So, you know, fast forward, you know, however many weeks. And I had a bit that I was working on, so it was pretty memorized in my head. Yep. So it was not going over well. Uh. It was like later, <laughs> the crowd had dwindled. Right. I think basically only comics left in the room, which is never a good judge. Mm -mm. Just comics in the room. But as I'm doing it, it was like I was just giving an angry speech. (laughs) I'm spitting my manifesto up here. (laughs) It was crickets the whole time, but I knew the bit in my head pretty good. So Mm -hmm. I was like, well, you're up here, so do it. You got to go through this five. But I'm thinking in my head the whole time, like, oh, my God, this is great. I'm looking around. But I'm talking the whole time. Right. But I have the inner monologue. And I'm like, yeah, that lady's looking at her phone. At Jeremy's not even looking over here. I was
0: like,
2: and you're like right. oh, no. where's Chris at? Well, <laughs> He's even in the back.
1: Yeah, like, Chris ain't even in the we, back.
0: Like, we, at one time, though, we only had four or five people show up. Yeah. Total. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like, was like before you, like I said, when Kat was there, like, that was one time was Tree War. Me, you, and
2: Jeremy. Uh, yeah, and
1: that was. That was it. Yeah, it was like the middle of a rainstorm. We did it anyway. Yeah. we, we time, went on and did yeah. our stuff anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. You get that? I had a. a I just hosted one that. Um, it was like a handful of people. It was pretty, pretty dead. Right. But it was also uh, the first um, game of the the wild card for the Phillies or something like that. Or second. Yeah, one. that's. So yeah. it's like if I'm competing with the Phillies, I'm going to lose. I want to be watching it. I don't want to be hosting right now, but <laughs> yeah. doing it because you know you got to. You know but uh, yeah that's it's tough sometimes well you know I think um, something that you said really is something that I believe which is you have to go and to do those open mics and be in front of 75% of a room of comics because they are by far the 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 most judgmental and the yeah. hardest to get to laugh yeah if you can win them over it steals you. It doesn't it. like it makes it builds stronger Teflon on the you know like or right. Teflon's not probably the thing I want to no Kevlar that's the one Kevlar, Kevlar right? it's it, you're getting that that and if you can't make it and you've seen that I'm sure too there will be comedians that early on when I was starting to do it they showed up like every week and now they're just gone yeah and I'm pretty sure and I I've, like got their phone numbers I was texting like why aren't you doing it anymore I'm just curious like what happened and they tell you some oh I'm busy and blah 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 but I think it's Partly because they went up and they got road tested and the road won. Yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, that can happen. If you're not comfortable, like, sitting in somewhat silence or all silence, then—
0: Or you're just—some people just are terrible.
2: Yeah, some people are bad. I
0: hate to be bad mouth comics. I, you know, it's not a yes. good thing. Yeah,
1: but, the you know, the hard part is just getting on stage. Yeah. That's the hardest part. So yep. even if you're terrible and you just grind at it and grind at it— and and you at least have somewhat of a funny
2: Yeah, you'll get something.
1: You'll get yeah, you'll get something. You just keep going, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You of all people should understand that. <laughs> <laughs> just keep going, buddy. Something good will happen.
0: I'm not saying I'm the best comic or even in the top, but I know that I'm better than some people. I, yeah. that don't show up anymore. They just stop coming. A lot right.
2: Of people do. I, I think it's, it's tough time. too. Like I think um I was talking to um my daughter about this because she was, she's uh, doing a, she's hosting a talent show thing oh, at school. Sweet. Yeah. So yeah, she's following in dad's footsteps, nice. getting yeah. on stage.
1: Did you write some material for her?
2: Not yet. No, she hasn't asked me. And uh, my rate's probably too high. She can't afford me. <laughs> um, but she, uh, she said, um, you know, like, she's like, well, you know, I, I think that, that, her co-host she's like we we can be we're funny together and i'm like that's good i'm like that's a start but is there's a difference of being in life funny and being on stage funny mm-hmm. completely different animal so i think that a lot of times with those people they think that i'm funny and people laugh at me all the time and then when they go on stage and they try to translate that they think but they but i think the mistake that they typically make is they don't really prepare no nah. right like before i got on stage like even though the first time i sucked I had things prepared i was like i practiced it like i worked on it in my house like trying to figure out exactly how i was going to to do it you know and again like i said mostly didn't work but it didn't like i didn't stop right yeah you know like you just keep on keep it on right That's and try it. to try to get better
0: well i just i i don't care if they don't laugh because i just and i'll even say that i'm like I don't care if you live because you know you get what you pay for. Yeah, right. It's free. It's free. <laughs> yeah. And I just won't say it again. I don't care. Right. I got, or I will. And you'll just have to sit here and listen anyway because it's fucking. Well,
1: that's that's what I found out about the cool part of comedy. Uh-huh. Like, I had never thought about being a comic my whole life. I always watched comedy uh-huh. and all that. Never once did it cross my mind that to try it. Until my son said, I'm going to sign you up for Kill Tony. They're coming to Philadelphia. This was a few years ago. Uh-huh. He said, I'm going to buy tickets and sign your name on the list, and then you're going to, if they pick it, you in a minute the yeah. comedy. Right. I knew it was never going to happen because he said he was going to buy the tickets. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> We're never going to go. Right? But I said, if it does happen, just by any chance, I'm going to be prepared. So he had just done some goofy shit in the backyard. So uh-huh. I was like, I'm just going to tell that story. Uh-huh. So I wanted to see what Kill Tony was because I had just gotten into podcasts, listening to podcasts at the same time. Yep. So I said, let me check out Kill Tony. So I started watching it, started to like it. So then I kind of started to figure out how to write, what it takes to write a joke. And they'll just tell you, like, oh, the setup was a little longer.
2: Mm-hmm. This
1: should have been the punch. You should have said this. So I kind of started thinking about it. But then once I figured out, started doing it, and mm-hmm. I said, oh, let me write a joke. I think I may have kind of the gist of it. And continuing to listen to podcasts with these comics. Yeah. And it's like, oh, like, you know, you figured out 3% of what it takes to write one joke. Yeah. Like, there's such a long science to it. Like, mm-hmm. and we talk about it, like, I think it was Burrow, Bill Burrow Norman, but people think that everything I do is like off the cuff. Like, what I do with my hands when I said, ah, Jesus Christ, or mm-hmm. what do you think of that? Or, that's all stuff I practiced a thousand times. Yeah. By the time you saw it, it's perfected. That's what I figured out gets the best laughs. Yep. So everything's a, f- a science and it's weird. Like like you said, you can't just be the funny guy at work most of the time. Yeah. And just go up on There's stage. There's some people that
2: probably I've can pull it, it off. Like, yeah. Yeah, I've seen, it's not impossible. Oh, no, no. But like, <clears throat> I, I do wonder, though, unless you're all, only doing essentially crowd work, If it's sustainable, because really, if you're going up there like and you're doing it regularly to your point, you're not going to perfect it right away. It's going to take forever. Like that's the the biggest lesson that I learned early is that it's like the premise or the idea might be good. The way that you are wording it, the cadence that you're saying it with, the pauses that you leave, again, what you do with your body, all that plays into whether or not people are going to find it funny. And that those tweaks like so you talked talk about those um, New York and Boston comics, they're going up. So many times a night, they're hitting open mics. They're going everywhere yeah. to say, "I give me another." Let me just go do five minutes here, five minutes here, five minutes here. It's the same thing, and then eventually they build it out until like you know, again, twenty minutes or thirty or an hour or something like that. Right. Know? Yeah. But it all is just. Uh, I had the pleasure of meeting um, uh, Nikki Glazer. Oh, oh, nice! Wow. After nice. her show, she's cool. And um, she said, "I was like, I'm just, and this is when I just started. I'm like, I'm just starting stand up comedy. Ah, like." And she said don't said don't worry about being funny just do it a lot right yeah well
0: that's what I always say when I'm hosted if they if people bomb I'm like know what well, you got the balls to go up there yeah if and and you or uh and so just keep coming back if that's that's what you got to do you yep. know suck it up and just come
1: back. yeah get on stage and write jokes that's, that's it what is, it comes down to
2: is it doesn't it, it does and I think it's that's the thing that people sometimes miss it's just um and I think, again, that's where it comes down to that steel in you. And you're you're sitting in front of mostly comics. It's, you know, taking the time to figure it out. And I think it's perfect. I don't know if you guys do it, but, like, you know, I'll go, hey, how was that? Anything, would, any feedback? You know, like, no. I want feedback. I want people to say, yeah, I probably would have, you know, I don't necessarily need a tag or anything like that. If you want to give me one, fine. But, you know, this is, oh, it, this is good. But, you know, that's why I like some of the people that, I like our community. It's one of thing that I was... And I I don't know why I was surprised, I genuinely surprised, I'm not sure about you guys. We have such a good comedy community around here. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Like yeah. really, like how many really, really I don't know if that's maybe it's like that everywhere and I just don't know it.
1: No, it's not. And uh, you know, it's because of it's because of us and Joe. Yeah. yeah. Uh really truthfully, like we can pat ourselves on the back for a second, us and Jeremy oh, yeah. and Dylan and Joe. Yes. But when I first, the first open mic I went to up was up there, and it was in Gatsby's. Mm-hmm. And the original host, I said, walked up to him, and I said, hey, man, I have no idea what to do here. I said, I imagine I have to sign up on a list, but other than that, I don't know anything. Right. I said, I think you get five minutes. He said, yes, you get five minutes. He said, but don't worry about it. We're a very uh, supportive open mic here. Mm-hmm. He was like, so anything you need, you let me know, and we'll help you out. And I asked him a few questions. It was very helpful, very helpful. So then when Joe asked if we wanted to host, mm-hmm. yeah, I just kept that mantra like Yeah. You gotta be a supportive open mic community. Everybody's nervous. Nobody knows what they're doing. Yep. Everybody wants to do good. Right. We're all here to help each other. So let's yes. just facilitate that with other people and good set, how you doing? You know, how you doing? And after the set, good set, man. Yeah. Good or not. Crickets yeah. or not. Doesn't matter. Right, good set. You went up on stage. You did it. You did it. I like busting balls a little bit, though. Yeah, it's because you're an asshole.
2: <laughs> well, I think there's 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 room for both. Can't we be supportive and assholes? Well, like, <laughs> yeah. But I figured,
0: like, I felt bad a couple times when I'm like, well, you know what? They got to learn to take it. Yeah. You can't, everybody's not going to, you know, you can't. Oh, only, yeah. Come you know, on. You still did good, but I'm still going to. I'm going to rag you a little bit. I mean, I expect them that would happen to me also
1: yeah well, you gotta watch who your rats the open mic or some of them look a little a bit unstable
2: <laughs> well we we were talking about um i just had uh, lunch with my sister who was up from delaware and she was we were talking about um hecklers oh. right and uh do you remember i don't know if you guys were either of you were there but it was the the night that, that one dude came at jeremy like oh I was it, there. you were there right
1: mm-hmm. so
2: that so the room was like packed it was a lot of people in the room right it was a great night the energy was awesome like it was like oh my god right i remember st- sitting next to another comic and i'm like oh man one more comic and i get to go up i can't wait to perform in front of this like frothing crowd he calls so, himself so...
0: the jersey jerk off
2: that guy that's what he signed up at that, that was that off. Night. i didn't know that yeah, yeah. really the jersey jerk off well but anyway at- go ahead aptly named because guess what <laughs> that guy was a jerk off so he gets on stage and he was really really intoxicated on alcohol and things and for sure and then he proceeds like this is my first time doing this and I just got out of jail and that's how he started his set Mm -hmm. and he proceeded to bomb it's incoherent you couldn't understand what he was talking about like all that right and uh, it, it felt like uh, you know, in space, if you open the window, everything gets sucked out. Right. That's what happened to all the energy and goodwill that had been built up until that point. Yeah, he got a little angry. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got on stage after him. And because, again, make called inexperience or just the need to, I had to point out, like, that's going to be hard to follow. Like, and then he started in on me and started heckling me. It was just like, oh, God. Yeah. like it's it's <laughs> and like it wasn't like he was saying boo you suck or anything he just wanted to be now like because i have i've not necessarily reached out an olive branch i'm just pointing out an obvious thing that this dude just came and just torpedoed the room yeah um and not so many words but <laughs> uh he just wanted to be now part he now we were having a conversation right. yeah that's
1: the worst part of the show like,
2: i don't want you to be five part five of the minutes yeah. right I don't need that. Another time uh, I was at Tuned Up, and this, again, I don't know why it always happens to me in packed rooms, but apparently (laughs) um, I'm attracting these hecklers. And there was, uh, Tuned Up's a very small room if you've never been there before. Mm -hmm. Not huge. Doesn't fit a lot of people. But these people were packed in like sardines. And right in the front of the stage, there's usually a little bit of space that you can kind of like walk around, whatever. But there was a table there, and there was four people at that table. So I do my and you know five minutes you need to and a room that like when it's like that it's not just comedians it's a bunch of co- comedy fans so you're like okay I gotta I gotta pull out all the good stuff right and I gotta hit him right in the face with a, a funny joke right off the bat so I tell a joke it kills and then it gets silent for a second and then you just hear oh my god you're <laughs> funny oh, like shit. and it was like echoing I'm like <laughs> oh fuck <clears throat> fuck. That time I didn't like point her out. What I did was I kind of like weaved in and out. Like, cause she would like, she wasn't done talking yet. Yeah. You know, she was going to, I, I right. don't know who Bill Cosby is. I'm like, all right, well other people do. And I'm glad that he, I'm sure he would be happy to know that you didn't know what he was up to. <laughs> go, go hang out with him. See what happens.
1: Yeah. yeah. Drunk white girl. Sounds <laughs> ah, like, right. yes, exa- yeah.
2: Dude, nail it. Great yeah, impression. Uh-huh. She was wearing a half tee and. She was slouched into her chair because she was in a drunken stupor. Yeah, blonde, uh, yes. blonde, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You you nailed it, dude. You, might, you were it. you there? Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> it was me. It was me oh, was in you? drag.
2: Wow. <laughs> wow. I don't know. You have to you'd be like a fucking uh, uh uh, Evil Dead level makeup artist. You were funny. <laughs> you know? Oh my god, you're so funny. I when I heard yeah. that 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 the timber in her voice, the the river of sludge coming, yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, I'm I'm done yeah that's the I, best i don't think
0: i've had any hecklers nah I don't wanna, I don't maybe i just don't didn't hear yeah i haven't <laughs> oh, had
1: any but i was i don't know if i was hosting or just doing a bit doing a set but mm-hmm. there was a dude from philly up there and he's a character and he's known mm-hmm. And he didn't do anything bad he was just laughing which is a good thing but it's a long loud obnoxious cackle
2: oh he's got oh bad laugh
1: terrible laugh oh no and uh him and his wife actually performed they like rap and he raps he's really? like in his 60s and he like rapped in it it wasn't terrible
0: oh
2: yeah
1: wow. wow, I, I remember that and he was yeah. not terrible and i just you know i said something quick because of his laugh but i was like man like
0: whew. yeah i remember that guy because he he laughed at one of my jokes i had it on a video on youtube and i heard him in okay. like oh, oh, <laughs> but uh <laughs> Yeah. yeah that's fine and you know what i don't i as as i was saying i don't have any hecklers but i it, it, i'd rather have somebody like boo me than just sit and like
2: they look stop, at you like, like stare at me or yeah
0: no nothing
2: react please yeah throw something <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Well, you may not throw anything. Yeah. Like, well, that's that, great. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's encourage them to bring. Right. In. Yeah. That's not, that's not like you yeah. know there are
0: there are uh, we have inside jokes though we've been there like Evan.
2: Oh yeah. You know, oh god. Always, like, he's just kind
0: of like an inside thing where like like we just heckled him. I,
2: it's uh, you know I I do want th- I, I I make fun of him every single time he's there. But he's Even not sometimes. There. But sometimes he's not there, but like what yeah. I, I mean like there as in like he's been he got right, it there, right. he always gets up early, and then he leaves before I can like like really give it to him to his face, and I'm not doing it to be mean, I really am not right I, I just there he just is so make funnable if that's a thing. <laughs> It's such an easy target. Maybe because he's so fat. I don't know. He's, we'll see, I'm you, doing it now.
0: You got, these are, a lot of these are inside, yeah. inside jokes. You got to show up to Soul we'll up. Yes. nights, okay. 6.30, sign up, 7 o'clock, yeah. go free.
2: You'll catch. know Evan's there because it'll be in a, 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 a wrinkled blue shirt. It's a manatee a wrinkled blue shirt. Then you'll know it's him. And
1: like old man's shoes.
2: And don't, old man shoes. Don't yeah. catch
1: the love, folks.
2: <laughs> yeah, no. He's actually, I feel, I feel like, He's trying to find it, like he, like when he did that old, the thing on the old people. <sighs> boy, did that get and he did not read yeah. the room well because there was no nobody under like forty there.
1: Or did he read the room perfectly?
2: Possibly, maybe if he, he would have,
1: could if, be a provocateur.
2: Oh, oh, one of those. Well, I like
0: being the I like
1: that word. I like that I've word. Been too. looking for a reason to say yeah, that. I'm He's so glad you did right then. Yeah. That
2: was good. He's
0: enjoying being the
2: villain. Oh you no, know, no, and that's okay. Like, like, hey, that's why they have heels in wrestling, right? So yeah. you need to be able to boo, you to boo the bad guy. That's what you should be doing. You should hate that person. But I, I do wonder the sustainability of it in a comedy environment, only because they can hate you if they're not going to laugh at you. They're because there was there things that he were, and you. I think provocateur is a really not just because it's a great word, <laughs> it is, it because it's it's uh exactly what he he he's doing because he. There were people in the audience that were older that were like fighting mad. Like I was watching them. They were like that motherfucker's. Like he wants us all dead. I'll show you. Right. <laughs> right? Uh,
1: hold on. Let's catch up, if in case anybody's watching yes. and paying attention. Yes. There's a younger comic, 20s. I would imagine. Yeah, he's in 20s. Yeah. Named Evan. Yes. It goes up early on the open mic night. Yep. And be honest, most of the other comics are late 30s and older, right? There's a couple of younger people. There are 20s 20s and early 30s, but for the most part, it's a lot of people closer to 40. Yeah. Right. So this dude, more than likely thinking he's funny. I don't think there's any malice in any of this. Absolutely not. It's all just everybody being funny. Right. Right. He goes up and he starts to bust balls. I think somebody may have sat on a stool one week. Yeah, And he made fun of them, saying they're old and they can't stand up or something. Then he Somebody flipped
2: his stool over and put it in the corner or something. Yeah, like something like that.
1: Like that old people. And then Evan is a big boy, so people were making fun of that. Yep. And just, at first, I thought it was like bullying, ganging up on Evan. Yeah. I didn't like it at first. Right. But then I kind of got caught up to the story, and I was like, oh, he was – he fired the one that, the shots first.
2: Yeah, he was the one that All did, he, he yeah. started, he essentially, I hate saying that, sounds childish, yeah. he started it. He started <laughs> it. Right. Yeah. And so like, and I don't think that, I think that if he was genuinely upset about it, we would have heard about it. No, I think I that think he actually likes the fact, because if you think yeah. about it, it's actually a, a fairly, I'm not calling him brilliant, definitely not, but <laughs> see, easy. Um, but I think what, what he's doing, even if, uh, somewhat unintentional, is brilliant because what he's doing is getting people talking about him. Yeah, and, and this so you get basically right constant now. promotion. Yeah, yeah, hey, got a whole man. segment on this thing. Yeah, and he
1: comes in, he says his funny shit. Yep, he, when he's there and people are giving back to him. Yeah, he kind of goes back and forth a little bit. Yeah. But most of the time he leaves, and I would just imagine him laughing on the way home. He's like, <laughs> "Oh
2: man, I just I just literally it's lit a great. face and left."
1: That's great.
2: Yeah, now they're gonna have, an Evan bomb's gonna go off for the next. <laughs>
1: yeah, we'll have to uh, shout him out or hashtag him. Shout yes. out Evan. I you know I did look Evan for him to like,
2: to like friend him or something on Facebook, just again to say, "Hey man, like it's nothing personal. I'm just busting stones," but I can't find him. that's uh, no shit. Okay. Yeah, so maybe he's keeping it on the download. Some people do yeah. that for a while. Before it's all
1: it's all love, all comedy, camaraderie. One
2: hundred percent.
0: Yeah, I try to We're all about raise, it. I try to friend everybody. I think I just found Andrew G. Yeah. I friend him. I think I did. Don't remember. But yeah, I try to friend get the community, you know, yeah, support. You know, like... But
1: know, uh let's get into your podcast. Yeah, sure. Digging in the dome. Yes, sir. YouTube and Roku now.
2: Now on Roku, yeah.
1: Yeah, tell uh tell everybody where they can find it, first of yeah, all.
2: So it's on the Pod Nation T V network on Roku. Uh, we got picked up by them a couple of months ago. They actually came to us and said, Hey, we were interested in having your podcast wow. on Roku, which is nice. awesome. We got we had uh we again, similar to comedy. I think it's it's a lot about the work that you put into it. And uh, you know, we started the podcast in March of 2020 okay and you know we've built it from the ground up like two people that no one knew and we have fans around the world we've got like 15 or 16 thousand YouTube subscribers now and we've got we're on Roku and you know That's awesome you know we're coming up on a million views on on YouTube oh, so shit. it's pretty crazy like but again it's a lot of a lot of that had to do with you know trying to book guests and just asking like so I think the first comedian I had on was maybe Sarah Tolomash. Okay. Um, and-
1: Congratulations. So, She's having a baby this week, Yes, I think. she is. Yes, she yeah. is. That's
2: right. Yeah. Joe jo- jo was just talking about that. Okay, um, So- Yeah, so she came on, and then like I said, hey, anybody else that you know that? And then you just start kind of like weaving in and trying to find these connections with people. I happen to know this uh, dude at work, and he's like, yeah, I used to do a podcast, and I used to work with a lot of the Impractical Joker guys. I was like, awesome. I'm like, could you maybe connect me with them? As a result of that, we got Casey Jost on on the podcast. We had uh, Chris uh, Sorrentino, uh, John Zaluga. uh, I always say Jiggy, Jiggy the Comedian. So these are all people that were in the TV show and yeah. in the movie, like so it was again awesome. Like I get to ask Casey Jost uh, on our podcast, I was like, what's it like, you know, saying, hey, you know, Black Widow, can you pass the mashed potatoes at Thanksgiving? That's yeah, gotta be right. fucking rad, right. you know, like because because Colin Jost is married to Scarlett Johansson, of course. <laughs> right. So, um, but no, it's like again, it, it it built up from really just two people that were. Bored during the pandemic. I had been uh, doing other podcasts for, like, work, but, like, they were more business-oriented. I put a little flavor in there, but it wasn't, like—it was very much a, a, a corporate podcast. Right. And I did radio in college and stuff like that, so I've oh, always sweet, loved that shit. Sweet. Um, so then, you know, I, I did my first episode by myself. Didn't feel right. Like, You know, I like being able to bounce off other people. Sorry. Um. And uh, so I invited my best friend and one of my old bandmates. I said, come, up, come on. He's right down the street. He came in, we started talking, and he never left. That was it. He was on from there on out. Like, this this is stupid. Just do it all the time. Right. Right. So it's funny because, like, the things that we do on the podcast have gotten us into a lot of trouble with our family Um, because we are disclosing things that, like, we have this thing called the topic randomizer, right? It basically is, and we haven't done it in a while. We have to actually bring it back. But um, you spin this wheel, and it lands on something, and it's always something pretty terrible that you have to talk about like your worst you know sexual experience or you know um something that you hope your parents would never find out something like that like there's always kinds of weird shit on there right. and so like <laughs>
1: i can see you getting in trouble for some of that oh
2: like my mom didn't talk to after one thing that i had disclosed didn't talk to me for like a month and a half and i'm oh, not kidding shit. i had to like really may a it but the funny thing is that the the, the apology was the the hilarious parts so we did on the podcast and um we had the uh you know, the, the sad walking away music from the Incredible Hulk going in the background. <laughs> so it but it, it was similar to like what we were talking about before, how you said, you know, I'm not going to steal your bit. And then you, you basically do it. So the apology was not an apology at all. It was a commitment to continue to disclose things that they didn't know for the foreseeable future as our podcast continues to grow. <laughs> so she also didn't like that and was mad at me for that. Yeah, I I always get this. Everyone's when I talk to him, I listened to the podcast the other day. I'm like, oh, what do we talk
0: about? right She's right. like,
2: drugs. I'm like, uh well, you know,
0: well, we, we got lucky. Well, on. you know, we're the Crumb Show. That's what we talk about all the time. Is your crummy is this or your crummy is that? So that's where we're used. To, I'm used to getting yelled at about stuff.
1: But we uh, got lucky. Both neither one of our wives want to listen to the podcast.
0: Oh,
2: no. So my wife doesn't listen to my podcast. I refuse. Yeah. I,
0: well, she's never even been to see my comedy not even one time refuses really why she isn't she doesn't know because she never heard it but Mm -hmm. she's a hundred percent that it's super uh what would we call that dirty dirty Mm -hmm. and she doesn't want to hear any of that oh she did
1: i did a seven for seven up there it's Joel's. she did (laughs) she did come and Not a fan. Not a fan of it. My wife either. Not a fan.
2: Really? Is it just? And it's interesting. So my wife has come to see me perform, and she did like it. She thought it was good, but she didn't like. I don't know that she would say I hated that. If well, actually, she would. She would. um, But I I don't. I respect it, too. If, like, you, like, hey, you don't want to – this is my thing. It's not like if you were playing golf, you'd be like, hey, honey, come watch me play golf. Yeah, yeah, Who yeah. Who cares? But she has listened to the podcast.
0: That's why I know she's not
1: yeah, – because she so, yelled at you uh, about something you said. Yeah, because I said
0: <laughs> the dirtier the better one time. And she's like, now she's fixated. On, on that me. thing? I'm like, yeah. I do clean stuff, too. I do clean stuff. But she doesn't mm.
2: care. She doesn't care about that. She just focuses on the dirty. That's right. Somewhere. And you said the dirtier the better, which is right. that's a that's a oh, that's a wide open statement for interpretation. Right, that can mean a lot of things. Yeah, I've
0: lived but my
1: when, life like that.
0: But what do you? So your general, th- like I know you, um, you talked a little bit about your podcast, but like you do this that stinko de mayo. Stinko
2: de mayo, oh my favorite. Yeah, we out this. this we that's right. this year, but next come back. Come, year, we're come coming in next back. year. So basically, what we do is we take a. A period of time, usually it's five years, and say in this five-year period, and we, it, this is—I'll back up. The reason that Stingo de Mayo exists is because this was, again, during the the pandemic, and we started at the end of March. So I was really bummed out. I love March Madness. It's so much fun. You're a basketball fan. I know you are. I'm sure that you love March Madness, right? right. Um, No? You don't?
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I— i'm more of an nba guy okay but then the college but i do play i I do uh i am interested to see who wins right but i ain't gonna (laughs) sit and watch college basketball he's a cool
1: chris is a cool shirt fan (laughs) Uh, oh okay Okay. so
0: those basketball jerseys are all like they're all high school jerseys of NBA people.
2: Okay, I got, no, no, I've so, yeah, got yeah, 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 that's But and that's, I could
0: assume, see why he could assume I'm a yeah, right. you know, like,
2: uh, Every, literally, I feel like it's been every week for as long as I can remember I've seen you, you've been wearing a jersey of something. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that's a pretty standard operating procedure for you, right? Um. So, uh, but you, any, but. It, you continue to tell me how child
0: <laughs> And I look at him, I'm like, yeah, I guess he's
2: right. I was, but it's just, again, it's just a joke. <laughs> Love you, man. Uh, no, so uh, so March Madness tournament, right? You have these four gotcha. regions, right? And the regions are based on the best people in those particular, you know, um, areas like right. reg- regions, really. So we didn't get that because pandemic shut down everything. So I, I decided that it would be a good idea to create a similar type bracket situation where you've got four regions, and this period of time that you're you're are choosing, you have to pick the worst music, TV fads. And um, uh, music, TV fads, and what, what the hell am I missing? Music, music, TV, movies, movies. Yeah, of course. Movies. <laughs> Fuck, is wrong with me? I'm tired, guys. Uh, so the uh, it's it's those four, right? So we draft them, Kevin. And this actually next year is going to be different, uh, but every year up to this point, four years that we've been doing it, we draft the worst, right? And then it's a kind of – because we do a draft every episode anyway. So this is just kind of an expansion of the draft and saying we're going to get this whole field. And then we send out brackets to all of our fans and say you guys fill them out. If you win, you get a prize. Okay. Right? So, you know, it's money. And we have a, a, a sponsor for it. It's called Slack Tide Brewing. Ride the tide. Um, shout out. Shout out. Um, but they – basically people compete. They vote, you know, for who they think is the worst. And then you get down to – there can be only one. And this year, 2015, it was the the finals were. Or it was 2000. Sorry, 2010 to 2015, or 2000. Yeah, 2000 to 2000, uh, 2010 or 11 to 2015. Jesus Christ, I can't talk. And it was the, in the finals, movies versus. Because basically, eventually, what you do is your bracket's going to get to the point where there's only one person left in the bracket. Mm-hmm. That's when it gets really interesting because now the music. Champion has to face the TV champion. You have to decide between those two what's worse, and the fads has to go against movies. So this year it was Honey Boo Boo, the Ooh. TV show, and, versus Movie 43, a really, really uh, bad movie. Oh, man. That was
0: specifically meant to be a bad movie. Yeah. Okay. It,
2: it was, that was a train wreck. And with, like, every star you can possibly think of, which made it worse. There's a part where Hugh Jackman had uh, the balls. balls hanging from yeah. his fucking chin. That's the one part everybody remembers That's about that movie. That's the part I remember the whole movie. Well, it's because you're seeing Wolverine with fucking balls <laughs> hanging off yeah, of his right. face. It's weird. Um... And Honey Boo Boo, I'm proud to say, has won the championship. They are the champion and we had somebody win the the prize and they got a whole bunch of stuff. And nice. you know, so it's cool. It's like it's something to get the fans engaged. It keeps them like kind of thinking about it. People get excited to play Stinko de Mayo now. Right. Digging in the dome. Digging in the dome. Go check it out. Stinko de Mayo is always a good time. Um Yeah, but we do do draft stuff. We like we like do like um headlines, like we'll talk about the headlines. Uh, and kind of basically take a headline that's a kind of clickbait headline and, and we'll make the story up about what it is And it's always not what it's about. Obviously. Mm-hmm. It's always one of those things. That's kind of you can take multiple ways, you know you know. Um, and then we we do scenarios and we break down videos so we do like all kinds of like really tried and true things that um, other podcasts do We just kind of mush it all together and you know, it's a good time. And, of course, we just bullshit. And,
0: when do you do this every year, like specifically. Oh,
2: it starts on uh, May 1st. So, like, May basically, first, okay. we, we do our, our – the preliminary uh, – the drafting of said uh, contestants in April, and then May is when it starts. It always goes to, like – it just ended, like, a week ago because it's so long. It takes uh, forever. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, because cause you're going through all these different people, so it's got to get narrowed down, and you need to, to give people enough time to vote.
0: We'll get in on it next time. Yeah, right. definitely.
2: It's a good fun um, – we're definitely we're going to do some different things with it. I think we're going to actually have um, some fan sourcing for drafting and stuff like that, so that it can't. It's not just going to be the two of us. I'm tired of beating Kevin every year. Beat him four years in a row. Nice. Uh, My draft, who that. I drafted, always wins. That's the that's the rule.
1: <laughs> you draft So you drafted Honey Boo Boo this last time. Oh,
2: I sure did. And you yeah. know what? The funny thing is, when we were talking about TV, and I first did it, he's like, "You know what? I but I stayed away from um, reality TV So I'm like, "You were cutting off." A huge swath of what is terrible in any decade, mm-hmm. any five-year span. No reality TV, you know how much bad reality TV yeah. there is out there? Um, Everyone is a candidate. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I could have had a bracket just full of those. I didn't, but because I, I uh, it's also a bit of strategy, right? So when you're doing it, you have to think like, okay, at some point my number four seed's gonna go against his number two seed or something like that. You know, like you have to think right. about a, a little bit ahead around that. So that, you know, you get the most favorable matchups. So every year I plan and every year I win. Nice. I'm like Goldberg.
1: I'm thinking right Honey Boo Boo's mom is going to come in there one year. Oh, Did she have
2: a show? I don't. From Hot to Not. Oh, yeah. From Not to hot. hot. Yeah, when she got all skinny. Yeah, from meth. She got all oh, meth. Well, <laughs> listen, most effective diet ever. Fuck Ozempic. Meth amphetamines. <laughs> I'll do it every time.
1: I worked at, when I worked at Burger King, you know, 14, 15 years old, and uh-huh. working with guys that are, like, in their 30s, 20, late 20s, early 30s. Yeah. Naive young boy. I'm not thinking about their trials and tribulations. So right. I'm working with this one dude, and he was eating a Whopper. And he was like, man, I haven't had a Whopper in a long time. I just lost, I think he said, like, 250 pounds or 200 pounds or something like wow. that. Wow. And I was like, holy shit. I said, well, how did you do that, man?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Chewing a Whopper. He just at me and said, Crack. My <laughs> I was like,
2: "Oh shit! Okay, nice. Okay. All right. Well, now that you've lost the weight, how are you gonna get off the crack? Yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe the Whopper will get yeah, him back. Whoppers. That's eh, yeah. gonna be a weird t- seesawing of of being on crack and skinny and being fat and <laughs> not on crack. It's yeah. weird though,
0: because I did know some. I did know some people who were like big coke heads were fat.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah, me too. So yeah, yeah, and yeah. they never
0: lost the weight. Yeah. Well, sometimes they you, lost the weight after they got off the coke
2: and they weren't doing enough coke yeah or Or really bad or real coke yeah exactly we all know the real coke is the best kind (laughs) of coke guys yeah the mexican coke exactly right (laughs) exactly real sugar
0: so yeah well back real quick back on the communion thing like we were talking earlier uh you said you came up to people and they were asking you questions yes the worst thing is like i try to promote i tell everybody i do it 100 percent but the problem is like oh tell me a joke
2: oh no, god I'm like, no. no I'm not doing that that's yeah. I've gotten that a couple times tell me a joke I'm like no I'm like <laughs> <laughs> now I like the dudes from that were before me at the comedy cabaret probably could have rattled off like 50 of them like a Gatling gun yeah I I, I don't have those put
0: me on the spot
2: yeah I'm never
0: gonna be as funny as if you're in the in the moment.
2: An audience I've of tried. One. It's
0: never It never goes over well. Yeah. No.
1: We, uh, the- we got to have that Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah. Like, hey, like I tell instant you. Instant crowd work. Exactly. Shit ready.
2: You got to be able to, yeah. And if you could, look, if you could pull it off, great. I would rather not even step into it. If you want to see me do comedy, come watch me do it. Right. You know, listen to my podcast. That's me being as funny as I think that I can be. Um, and I'm. it's not like, hey, audience of one, I'm going to try to make you laugh. So
0: don't ask comedians to tell you a joke. Like, I'm not, I don't have to fucking prove anything to you.
2: Yeah. yeah I'm it's... not doing it for you. Especially
1: Chris. Don't ask him to tell you <laughs> a joke. You want to be it's... disappointed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm sure that you could probably... Peel one off if you. You probably think of one, you know. Right.
0: I, I, but I won't.
2: No, he refuses. I refuse. I refuse. I'm not doing it. Because, not looping me into this because, like,
0: they most of the people at my job they're haters anyway. They're like, I work with the two guys that like in the Muppet Show that sat up. Oh, uh, the, the, the two, two
2: old
0: yeah, Statler yeah. and Wal, Waldorf or whatever. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, Waldorf, uh and they are already heard my so like i'm not i'm banned from talking about the chrome show or my comedy at lunchtime or break you're time. not allowed like, to do it we don't want to hear about how you killed it again cuz i always say that yeah <laughs> like they're like oh, i had a i killed it every time i crushed crushed yeah. destroyed they're like, yeah, leveled the room guys let me guess
2: you killed it i'm like oh. yeah hey you said it i didn't hey what are you going to do yeah yeah i mean it's again i think it's a fine line like y- you want um You want to continually promote, and I think you have to. Like, if you're not doing that, you're not doing, I think, part of not only what I would, I believe, is part of of your responsibility, not just to yourself, but to everybody. Because if, if, like, I promote Soul Jules and Tuned Up every single week, every single week, I'll do it. Even if I'm not doing it, I'll promote it. Yeah. Because I want people to come out there. And the only way they're going to do it is ask, say, hey, we'd love to have you out here. We want to make you laugh. Come on out. Mm -hmm. You know?
1: Yeah, it's good i seen you putting it out there i appreciate that on the uh hell yeah on the gram
2: yeah man you got to yeah so I, I do have a question for you because i i'm i'm intrigued that you only allow yourself to have one social media and that is instagram
1: yeah and i actually just got that because when i got the seven and seven show <laughs> right uh steve rinaldi the guy who runs a seven for seven said uh send me your socials and i'll do whatever I and want. you're like uh, i said uh, exactly i was like uh i don't have any of that he was like a comic with no social media <laughs> and he like it was like some tv shit he was like all right he just like shook his head and laughed so i was like you're an asshole you have to get something <laughs> so i was like it seems like instagram is like the, the business end of social media yeah. for comedy
2: yes so
0: i was like just get that he's on facebook all the time.
1: Yeah, Steve's killing it, man. He has a lot of hilarious videos. I know, I
2: see him. Going yeah. around yeah. eating food, totally. yeah. He's oh, yeah, yeah, so see. jealous. He gets to go to, like, different cheesesteaks. Oh, yeah. no, I, I, know, I see all that stuff. Over it's South great.
1: Philly, yeah. And that's
2: what oh. people want to see that. You know, it's funny, like, um, one of the struggles, and I have a lot of social media that I have to manage for, for both the podcast and myself, mm-hmm. and it's really hard, and it's time-consuming, and it's thankless, right? And it's hard to, it, it really is. Like, you, you want to Engagement is the most, maybe the most important thing that you can gain in as a, either a podcaster or a comedian, either. Yeah. And um, because that's going to spread, right? Like that is the grassroots way of you growing yourself, right? And your brand and your podcast or whatever. And that's the thing that is again the most difficult. If I ha- if I could hire one person to do one thing. It would be manage all that shit. Mm. I don't want to do it.
1: That's what I did. I hired Chris to be the Crump show.
2: Pace. I went to raid. Yeah. Hey, you uh, get what you pay for. <laughs> it is tough though. Man.
0: It is because I gotta, you know, uh, we gotta we gotta like remember remember to put and then like <laughs> good. also not only that like. <laughs> We gotta like start coming up with more like memes and stuff. Like we had all these memes, but I don't right. like recycling memes. I like to upcycle d- them here and there, but like I like fresh memes, fresh memes because yeah. people like people seem to enjoy our yeah. our memes. But we stopped that. We need to start getting back on that. But I, I take I take pl- blaming
2: that myself because I don't right. come up with anything either. I think it's interesting that like we went from. If you remember, uh, were they vines, right? What was it mm-hmm. seven second, yeah, like snap, or you got TikToks, right? Originally, they were like 10, 15, 30 seconds, maybe tops. It seems like we've kind of like swung back the other way. There was a period of time where that seven second, that little bite of something was enough, and now it's starting to kind of move the other direction. You start to see Twitter saying you could put up long form videos, yeah, you start to say like Instagram saying your reels can be like five minutes or something like that, so it's. It's interesting and somewhat encouraging because I think that uh, I, I think there's an art to doing fast comedy, but it's also like subjective and sometimes difficult to figure out. Like sometimes it's easy to figure out what they're going with, right? right. And some, sometimes those things, especially on TikTok. One thing that drives me nuts: my my daughter will laugh hysterically at this every single time she sees it, and I don't get it. It's just a piece of bread falling over. Oh shit. Hilarious, right? Yeah,
1: super hilarious. Fucking that's, Carlin that's, level that's, funny. Like yeah. I was like,
2: What what is this? Why are you laughing? Why is this? She said, I don't know why it's funny, it just is. Some kind of subliminal thing with bread and falling down. I don't know. But I'm glad that you're now starting to see some of those it's becoming more popular and easier to be able to say, I'm gonna put in things in three or four yeah. five minute increments, and you'll get the joke, you'll get the setup, you get the punch.
1: When I heard I heard a comic say, and I don't remember which one it was, but they said that they are now, they're slaves to the algorithm and all the social 100%. media stuff, right?
2: Yep, same.
1: And what kind of controls that algorithm is what captivates, like, teenagers. Yep. And then it's like like TikTok. Like, mm-hmm. when I first heard of TikTok, it was asking my niece, like, what the hell are you dancing looking at your phone for? <laughs> I'm making a TikTok. And then fast forward a couple of years, mm-hmm. people my age are like, yeah, follow me on TikTok. Yeah. And I'm like. That's my niece's dancing app. Like, why are you yeah. on that?
2: I don't have a TikTok. I can't bring myself to have a TikTok. I, I, I should I, have a TikTok. I do. Yeah. I, yeah. The, the the interesting thing is there are things that really get you some views, but they're, again, comparative to some of these other – like, someone doing, hey, I'm going to make a Nutella bomb, like, bread thing. It gets millions of views. Right, People yeah. like, watch it over and go, Oh, my God, I want to eat that. You know, like, so – it it really does depend, and again, small comedy things or podcast things really do can can catch fire. Just depends on what you're talking about. So you try to keep the top stuff on there topical. But yeah, and again, it's hard to manage Facebook, Instagram, Twitter uh, for like thirty seconds threads. I don't bother with that one anymore. Right. Um. But like the Discord. Yeah, there's it's like so there's much. like there's so many like so Mastodon. Much.
0: Like I, Mastodon, I, 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 I was on Mastodon. I was on. Uh, Twitch uh, Stitcher something. Not Stitcher Twitch
2: maybe Twitch
1: Twitch is a thing There was yeah. another Stitcher's one there. there was another
2: one that were like <laughs> We're no bookings.
0: longer in business like, Oh, they oh. Just went No nah, yeah. <laughs> No but like we were, I was trying to jump on All these like Obscure things And like Yeah To promote And some of them were like If you're just here To promote your shit Don't Don't bother They're like You gotta start talking to us And then throw your stuff out there I'm like wow well, Then know.
2: am I doing I'm
0: it I'm like I don't have time To talk to you guys Right But just watch the show and then whatever, but they. So I just tried to go on everything and anything I could to like promote the show. Mm-hmm. Random things, I, yeah. But uh but I but like the best thing is I got you know I'm sure you know like I have Facebook hooked to Instagram, so anything yeah, I sure. post on Facebook it goes there too. It goes there, mm-hmm. so I don't got to worry about that. X now, Twitter, yeah, whatever the hell that. I have to start getting back on average since it turned to Exxon. I don't know, like,
2: yeah, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I, I, don't, I try to I, post I, on to there. Like, that. I always tell myself, it's like one of those things, you know, how, like, when you have uh, January 1st comes around, you say, these are the things I'm going to change about myself. I always say, like, one of my, um, you know, resolutions is I need to, like, post every day on, on all of my social media. I never do it right yeah. I just can't. I don't have the time I just, I've got too many other things that I have to do, and at some point you have to like take a break for yourself, like it's you. you guys do it too, work a full time job, and you're doing this kind of stuff. It takes up a lot of energy and yeah, time. Yeah. so so yeah.
0: this isn't you're not rich off of this yet.
2: Not yet. No. <laughs> no. I mean, like to get and especially now, like I always start things too late. It's like oh, I got into the podcast game after they they said no more money for people that do podcasts. Yeah. It's like oh, that was the good timing. Um,
1: yeah. Same here.
2: Yeah. So it's it's a bummer. Right. It's like. Uh, but, you know. Oh, is that, how, is that real? What's Wait, that?
0: What, what, I, this is the first I'm hearing of this.
2: Well, it's, they basically severely reduce the amount of money that you can make on those platforms unless you're getting millions of views. So, and getting millions of views is very, very difficult, obviously, right? It's, it's the, there especially in YouTube, you mentioned the algorithm, it's all about the algorithm. So they're going to have like for like, you know, so that you have to really choose your hashtags very, very carefully and your thumbnail very, very carefully. There are people that have podcasts that spend ten twenty thousand dollars 20000 just to get thumbnail designs for their episodes.
1: Yeah, I've noticed they, uh, they're a lot different recently. Yeah. Yep. They're a lot more detailed, the thumbnails, than ours are just us uh, sitting there. Right. Because it's, it's like, like what's AI happening in this? generated. Yeah, they're doing shit. just
2: different things and saying, you know, what... But they're spending the money like with firms to do it, you know, especially some of these huge po- because they have to. Yeah, gotta stay ahead of the algo, and I gotta figure out how I'm gonna get the most eyes on this thing. Don't start going backwards.
0: I'm a little short on the tw- ten grand though to be making uh, uh, thumb- thumbnails. I think that
2: there's good guides out there anyway. Like there's, um, I've got something I can send you that might help. Like there was something that I found. I was like, okay. And it, you know, you definitely tell a difference when you actually take the time to really curate the right picture for your for your podcast. Because that's the first thing they're going to see if they're scrolling through. And they're that's what they're doing. Doom scrolling through yeah, all yeah, these yeah. videos. What's going to catch my eye? Yeah. You know, so it's got to be something they want to see. So, like, especially, uh, I always, uh, it's a cheap fucking move, but I did it anyway. Like, uh, look, do you guys know who Colleen Ballinger is? No. Okay. So uh, she is a, uh, I, I guess, a, one of the Disney stars. That like moved into like touring around and doing concerts for people in that in that demo, you know like the the kids that like her shit, and um she was accused of basically doing inappropriate things with kids, mm. yeah, not great, uh, I never want that, and so and there was like a lot of evidence to support that maybe she was doing some things with kids like that were not appropriate, and so her her move to combat this was to do a ukulele song about how this is all toxic gossip and it was it went on for and I'm not I encourage you if you want to torture yourself it's 10 minute long video of her doing ukulele apologies and it's fucking terrible so we had an episode where I talked about it for like 30 seconds you better believe my thumbnail was Colleen Ballinger because everybody was talking about her Okay, and to pop the algorithm people view that more than other stuff that we have put up. We'll, let's
1: talk about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift real yeah. quick. That there you go. The yeah. They call her Swells. They call him Swellsy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> did you see the? Did you see the uh, picture of uh, Jason Kelsey and DeAndre Swift standing back to back? It says Kelsey Swift. Oh, wow. well, well, did you see That's the one good. that says Kelsey He's Cox hurts Swift. Hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hurt Hurt Swift. Swift? Yeah. Kelsey's Cox, hurts Swift. Very, okay. very clever.
0: It is clever. They had all people standing with their jerseys.
2: Yes. Okay. Someone had a Eureka moment. Wait a minute. Yeah. Right.
1: imagine the excitement to realize and you could actually set that up for a picture
0: yeah
2: (gasps) we've done it yeah like that's
0: yeah because the the swift whatever the first one you said what deandre yeah the swift and uh kelsey or whatever i don't know there was one with two of them it's just them yeah yeah and then the four of them together it's like perfect
2: yeah it's excellent it is yeah. So now we
0: can. Uh, now you can say now, now you we pop that. Yeah, yeah. Throw, throw them in the like a, in, in the thumbnail, and then like next thing you know, launch. Like yeah, uh, let's talk. We know, yeah. On the launch. Oh, how's business? How good? We can write this now. Exactly. We got our, we got our write hot it topic. It right. <laughs> right. We did it,
2: guys. We did it.
0: <laughs> Speaking of, we're almost
1: uh, Yeah. Well, Eagle almost birds on. time. Right on. Start. Balls. Thanks for
2: coming in, man. Thank you Calid. for having me. Much, much, much appreciated. Thank you. Come and see me at Tuned Up Brewery on the 28th. I'm hosting the show. Uh, some great comedians on there. Uh, Saturday the 28th, come see me there. And obviously, come see me every Tuesday at Souljals. I don't miss that unless, you know, my leg's broken or my kid's sick. Yeah. Uh, how about your uh, your oh, podcast, podcast or okay. socials? Oh, that thing? Uh, digging in the Dome. So you can go to digginginthedome.com. We have a website there. Our socials are Digging in the Dome, except for on Stupid X. is just Digging Dome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so go check that out. And we're on Roku. If you have Roku, Roku every Thursday and Friday at 7 p.m. to 8.30 uh, we put a lot of our classic episodes, classic episodes um, on there, like things that we've done in the past, and then also some new stuff. So go check that out.
1: All right, Awesome. All, All
0: right, spe- folks. On one, one, speaking of if somebody's still watching there, on Halloween, we're yes. doing a costume party. At, it's actually so uh, Open Mic Lands on Halloween this yes, year. Yes, it right. It's too, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'll remind everybody on the socials and everything, and Jeremy already started. But yeah, if there's going to be prizes for the best mm-hmm. uh, costume, and Jeremy's hosting that night. Yeah, so.
1: I'll put the picture like right here somewhere. Right. Yeah,
0: here. It's gonna be, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be there. a good time. So come out every come out every Tuesday, but especially Hal, if you're not doing anything for Halloween, come on down. Come on down. It's a good time.
2: Yeah, there's just a... don't feed those kids chocolate. You just leave a bowl out; they'll take care <laughs> of themselves. There's a costume
1: contest. Did you mention that?
2: Yeah. Okay. So your prizes. Yeah. yeah. So one other one. Just again, I'm very neglectful of my 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 plugging myself. Yeah, man. Cristobal uh is C R I S T O B A L M E A U X R A N L. I know it's a it's a mouthful. Uh, I tried to put Balls the comic on Facebook and Instagram, and they said no, that's not oh. your real name. I'm like, it isn't. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. You're right. I guess it's not.
0: That's why we're crumb show pod because Mm -hmm. if you try to put the crumb show podcast facebook's like no now you got to pay or something Something they made
2: they were going to make you pay not pay but they don't like that they don't like it They're like
0: you're obviously a business
1: so Um, whatever dude do you hashtag balls the comic or anything all the time yeah
2: if you you do any hashtags or are searching any then you see balls the comic that's me all right b-a-l-l-z the comic
1: all right thanks again folks Thanks, guys thanks for watching
2: go birds go birds birds.